Hey, kings and queens, royal people. This is Queen Ari. Welcome to Sunday's Mana. You guys, thank you for joining me on today's Sunday, Sunday's Mana. I know that God has something so powerful for you. He has a message that is going to encourage you. Um, you guys, I just pray that you have been extremely blessed by the Sunday Mana's messages that God has given me throughout these last few months. And also, um, I pray that this is, well, this is December 1st, 2019. I pray that your December is blessed. I pray that um, truly, true indeed, everything that God said that he was going to do for you this year, that it happens and that you are in agreement to what he's doing by participating or being putting yourself in position so that that thing manifests. I want to um, just kind of go this way a little bit I want you guys to understand that God gives promises, uh, but we have to make sure that we are positioning ourselves or doing what it is that he tells us to do so that the promise can be manifested. It's not about us making the promise happen, you know, making the manifestation happen, but it's saying, God, I agree with your word. And if I agree with what you said, if I agree with the promise and I know that, you know, that um, you honor your word and I know that you're faithful, I'm going to position myself meaning to prepare yourself to do what God tells you to do so that you can be in right position or uh, ready for the manifestation. Um, sometimes a lot of people can um, just have faith and not have the works part and then get upset at God because they thought that God was just a genie and just bam, you know, things were going to happen. Um, I just pray, you know, right now, um, that everyone has wisdom, the wisdom that God gives by his spirit um, to understand truth and that you do not be confused. You don't be confused and, and you don't um, be misled in, uh, with the words that God gives you, but that you understand and that you are not being angry at God for something that really he had nothing to do with. Um, sometimes we truly can uh, just sit there and say, faith, 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 but you have to understand the Bible says, faith without works is dead. Faith is wonderful. We all need it. What I, what I want you to understand is when God tells you to prepare, you have to prepare. For instance, if God said that you were going to be a best-selling author, but you don't want to write anything down. You don't want to take the time to um, ask anybody to help you. You don't want to take the time to research or do anything. You do nothing, but you're just holding on to the promise because you believe that the written book is just going to fall in your lap. You guys, we have to be wise, you know, and we have to understand um, how the kingdom works. We really do. We literally are God's hands and feet here on this earth. God works through us. So if he tells you that I'm allowing you to be a best-selling author, that means that he's going to empower you. He's going to help you, give you the skills. He's going to give you the grace that you need to go ahead, get on the computer, type, type it on your phone, write it down, ask somebody to help you put the right people around you so that that thing can begin, you know, so that you're positioning yourself. And so literally, when you believe God, you'll start to do something. You'll take the first step, you know, even when you don't see anything else, you'll begin to say, okay, God, I know you said I'm going to be a best-selling author. I may not know. I haven't written any books yet, and I may not know what to do, but if you've given me the word, I can trust that you're going to help me do this thing. It's a partnership, you guys. I wasn't planning to go this way, but I feel led to go this way initially. So, um, the promises and the manifestation uh, with what God says is yours. It's a partnership with God. It's, it's trusting and believing that 
with God, all things are possible. Of course, God can do anything that he wants to. He He don't need you. Honestly, he, he doesn't need our help. But the truth is the way that God operates here in this earth, most times he is going to work through people. Okay. So do your part, get in position, honestly, get in position and be in and uh, continue to trust with what God said he was going to do for you within this time. So again, welcome to December 1st, 2019. God is faithful. Anything that he said he was going to do, he will position yourself. Pray, you know, whatever it is that God has been uh, telling you to do during this time, do it, believe, receive, and stand still. Watch the deliverance that God brings you guys. And when I mean stand still, I'm not talking about do nothing. If God tells you to do nothing for a certain time, listen. But if uh, I'm saying be still in not being immovable within the word of God, being still with holding on to the promise and not allowing anything to shake it, take it, snatch it from you, but understanding if God told you anything, guess what is going to happen. So I just really want to get on here and just really encourage you all. I apologize. I really want to get on here and encourage you all uh, to let you know, true indeed, if God has said anything, it is going to happen. Just partner with them. All right, so we're going to be moving forward. Um, like I do like to do these Sunday manners. I just like to start out with some uh, music and then go from there. Of course, I don't own any rights to any of this music, but I am using this music as a tool to encourage and to really just begin to, um, you know, open the atmosphere so that we can receive what it is that God wants for us during this time without any any reservations or distractions so we're going to yeah yes Thank you, God. We need you now, Father. We always need you. Oh, we always need you, Father. Thank you, God. We Thank you, guys. We Yes, thank you, Father. We thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father, that we are your people and we're called by your name, Father. It is you that comes to heal the land, Father. Father, I just thank you, Lord God, that during this time, Father, this time, having this opportunity to commune with you, having this opportunity, Father God, to spend this time with you, Father. I thank you that you come in, Father, 
and we can exhale and you remove heavy burdens off of us, Father, and you come in and do what you need to do, Father. I thank you that we are positioning ourselves by saying, Father, I'm opening myself. I'm willing to allow you to do what you need to do, Father. Come in and heal the land, Father. Heal the land of our minds. Heal the land, Father, of our finances. Heal the land of our bodies, Father. Then heal the land, Father God, of our relationships, Father. Heal the land, Father, of every believer, of every person, you know, every person. For you said, for you so love the world. So here's the land of the world, Father, to let us all know that you're here, that you love us, Father God, that it's not performance-based, Father, but it is trusting in what you're saying and agreeing with what you're saying and watching you do it, Father. I just thank you, Father, that there's things that only you can do. And I thank you that we rely on you, Father, to do those things. And we don't try to control our environment. We don't try to control the atmosphere, um, you know, in a, a, a negative way, Father, where we're pushing you out. But I thank you, Father, that we are sensitive, Father, to your Holy Spirit, God. We are sensitive, Father God, to what it is that you're telling us to do. I thank you, Father, that literally when we are yielding ourselves that you're coming in and you're saying, I'm here with you, I'm for you. You are reminding us that we're not forgotten, Father. You're reminding us, Father, that you have purpose for our lives. You're reminding us, Father, that everything really is working together for our good. You're reminding us, Father God, that whatever the enemy meant for that, you turned it around for our good, Father. You're reminding us that we were never overlooked, we were never forgotten, and that you literally are a forgiving God. You are a loving God, a God of favor, a God of peace, a God of love. Father, I just thank you, Father, that you're the God that heals. <laughs> you're the God that heals, Father. You're the God that heals emotions, heals all wounds, Father. You're the God that heals bodies, Father. You're the God that heals all. In the name of Jesus, Father, we thank you, Father, that we understand that you have the capability, Father. You have the power to heal anything, Father. So we rely on you, Father, with everything that we have. And even when things don't go as planned, Father, we thank you anyway, for we understand, Father, that literally you have, Father, everything that we need to proceed. We thank you, Father God, that we are in the right position we are in the right place father we are where we're supposed to be father we are allowing you father god to move in our lives like never before we thank you father that we are not allowing circumstances and situations father to push us father god away from you but we're allowing them to pull us closer to you father we thank you father that you are healing the land father father even if we see certain manifestations that we are expecting father or even if we don't i thank you father that we can still recognize that you are still god father that you your goodness is not contingent off of our experiences, Father, but it's your nature, Father, that you are good, Father. I just thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus, that we keep the right mindset and the right heartbeat as to who you are, Father God. We keep the right mindset, Father God, and we keep our souls, Father, right, Father, understanding that we have to yield to you, Father. We yield to you, not our way, but your way, Yahweh. We thank you, we worship you, we praise you, and we just thank you for everything that you are doing within this time, this hour, and this season. Father, and anyone that 
need, Father, a healing touch from you. I ask you, Father, that you are releasing your presence. You are releasing your peace. You are releasing your love, Father. You are releasing everything that it is, Father, that they need so that they can understand that you are the healer. You are the provider. You are the reconciler, Father, that you are God. So we just thank you, Father. Hallelujah, Father. For as we are crying out to you, as we are, you know, asking, Father, we thank you that you are answering because you are a God that never leaves us nor forsakes nor forsake us. We just worship you. We praise you during this time, Father, and we just thank you for this opportunity, Father God, to just go forth and to just reverence you, acknowledge you, Father, in the name of Jesus. We just thank you, 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 God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. So thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Yes. So it's it's so important um, to just really let go and just let God do what he needs to do within this time for all of us. Um, during the prayer, you know, like I prayed, a lot of times things may not go exactly as to how we planned them to go, but we have to understand that God is not surprised by a hiccup. He's not surprised by our plans failing at time because ultimately it's the plans of God that's going to prevail. We can have many plans in our hearts, you guys, but we have to understand that God's goodness, it is not contingent, meaning it's not based off of the experience. It's not based off of if things go the way that I planned, but we have to know that all things work together for the good, like Romans 8.28 says. So I'm on here today. You know, I won't be long, but I'm going to share what God gives me today because I think it's, it's so crucial that we have this encouragement during this time. Um, it's so crucial that we are tuned in and focused on what God is saying within this season. It is so crucial because a lot of times we literally can allow distractions and things that we see to pervert our faith, to pervert our belief systems when we know that God is good. You know, we can uh, we we sometimes tend to allow temporary situations to pull us away from believing our permanent God. God is faithful. God is loving. He is truly there for us and we have to really with everything in us begin to um, be still within the word. Being still doesn't mean not doing anything, but it's literally saying, I'm going to be immovable within my faith. I'm not going to move because I'm going to stand on the word of God because I know that the word of God works, that it that it lasts and that God is his word. So um, I believe that this word is so fitting for this time and what I'm going to talk about um, today. I believe that this is what God wants us to hear because yes, like I said at the beginning, this is December 1st. Um, 2019 and some people may be discouraged because things may you know haven't worked out the way that they planned them to but you have to know that if God has promised you anything it's gonna happen and we cannot be upset because um, things don't happen with within our timeline God's time is the best time God told me that years and years and years ago and of course it's a hard thing to swallow because we're here in an earth where, you know, we want things quick, you know, and 
God's, um, how he perceives time. He's not bound by time. He created time for the earth, but he literally can do anything at any moment. And we have to keep that in mind that just because things may have seemed um, not to work for it seems like you had a lot of uh, losses or learning lessons the last, you know, 10 months before you got here. Um, or, you know, it just seemed like, oh my God, what's happening? That doesn't mean that within the next, uh, excuse me, this is the 12th month now. So the last 11th month, I'm thinking it's November, but the last 11th month, you may feel like, oh my gosh, like I, I know what you said, but I don't see a lot of progression. Um, I've been, you know, it seems like things have been trying to come at me faster and faster, faster. I want to encourage you because it only takes God a moment to change your whole life. It only takes God a moment to literally bring the manifestation of what it is that he has for your life. And as I was talking about a little bit earlier um you have to keep in mind that when god gives us a promise we have to be a participant or an agreement with what he says you know when in us being in agreement is putting ourselves in position it's not trying to force the promise to happen because god gave the promise whatever he gives you if god gives you a promise it's on him for that manifestation to happen but us being in agreement means I'm going to position myself. You know, if God told you that you were going to have a healthy relationship or you were going to be married, you know, positioning yourself for marriage does not mean you go out and try to talk to every person you see. Okay, maybe this is a person, that's a person, that's not it. Positioning yourself is saying, God, I'm going to um, seek you. I'm going to make sure that my heart is right, that I have you as my first love first. And, and you know, most, and then understanding that truly you are the one that fulfills me and you are the majority and everything that you allow in my life moving forward is a compliment to my life. You have to understand that that is calling, that's called positioning yourself or agreeing with the promise you know and if your credit or something needs to change or or get better that is called called positioning yourself because when God gives us a promise you have to understand uh, the next thing that we do it literally lets God know if we believe him or not God gives us a promise and we start to do things that that says you know that lines up like he said, you're going to be married, whatever. So if you start to work on yourself and start to, you know, spend this time with God, start to ask God, what is it in me that, you know, you want me to get better at, you know, then God knows that you believe with what he said. But if God tells you something, you do nothing about it and you actually start doing the opposite. That is when you know that you really have to pray and ask God to help you believe. Help your unbelief, as the Bible talked about. Um, you know, help my unbelief. You have to be willing to ask God these things because we want to ensure that we are positioned where we're supposed to be so that truly we can be in God's perfect timing. You know, like Abraham, God promised uh, Abraham Isaac. He never promised Ishmael. God allowed Abraham to have Ishmael, but you see the hell that Abraham went through, the unnecessary drama that he went through, and the unnecessary things that we see in this world today based off of a, um, a person moving or forcing the hand of God or forcing a promise. If God said it, just position yourself God, I believe you. I trust you. It's not going to be easy, you guys. But God, I believe you. I trust you. And watch him manifest it. Regardless of how long it takes, God is faithful. And so what I wanted to talk about today, like I said, I'm not going to be long. But I heard God say, trust the flow. Trust the flow. And when he said trust the flow, he began to remind me of 
David's story, when uh, he talks about trust the flow, he begins to remind me of David's story. And within David's story, we understand that in 1 Corinthians, 1 Corinthians chapter uh, 16, David was anointed king. David was anointed king, meaning he was chosen by God to be king before he actually was recognized by other people as king. Of course, um, Samuel knew that he, God had chosen him to be king, but God was taking him through the process. He already was a shepherd. He already knew how to do things. God chose him. He's seen his heart. He chose him to keep moving forward um, so that he can literally go through the process of being king. And so this goes with everything that I've been talking about. There's always a process to get to anything that God has for our lives. But we have to be willing to trust God and trust God's flow. Just trust the flow. I want to really, re uh, to really instill that in you really begin to put that in you to uh, trust the flow of God because what God allows is for a reason. The process of anything manifesting is believing that God has something good or better working for you. You have to know that you guys. So David was anointed king. It talks about it in first Samuel chapter 16 when Samuel, um, God spoke to Samuel and, and said, I rejected Saul, so go anoint the next king. And, and Samuel had to go and anoint David, and he did. But I'm not going to talk about that part, but I'm looking at the process of it. Understand, after David was anointed, God's spirit fell upon him. He was anointed. God's spirit fell up on him. God was with him. Then he went through a test, just like after Jesus, uh, you know, the spirit came upon him after he was baptized, spirit descended. Then it said he went into the wilderness. He was tested by the enemy. David's same process was tested. And the test that he went through was defeating Goliath. He David defeated Goliath after he was anointed. And regardless of they didn't even recognize him as their physical king, but God already knew he was king, but he had to go through the process. So David was anointed a king. He was then tested. He had to kill Goliath. He killed Goliath because he understood his position and his identity. We have to keep in mind or realize our position and our identity as we go through things in life, understanding that we're going to make it to the manifested end. If God said that David was going to be a king, he understood regardless of what hell he had to face, that in the end, he was going to be king. And then it talks about after David, it mentions even, you know, that David was even chosen um, because after the spirit left, the spirit of God, it says after the spirit left Saul, King Saul, it says that an evil spirit came up on him. So after David was anointed, you know, that the, 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 uh, the mantle changed and an evil spirit came up on Saul and that and the only one that could bring relief to King Saul was David through playing his heart. David through bringing the ministry of God. God was up on him. God had chosen him to be king. And and um, even though Saul didn't recognize it or even though he didn't know that, so it, so the spirit of God was on David to begin to play the harp. He was anointed to play. And that is the relief that King Saul had got at that moment. Um, so David had to go through this process. After David had brought 
you know, after he had uh, played the harp, after he had helped and, you know what I mean, and um, encouraged King, encouraged King Saul, Saul tries to kill him. He tries to kill him. He tries to kill him, but David escapes. You have to understand that God is always going to make a way of escape for you because what God chooses you for, what the plans and purposes that he has for your life, nothing or no one, no devil in hell can stop it. David escaped the hand of Saul. He began to see, wow, what is going on? But he remained faithful and trusted God. And then after that, it talks about... Um, you know, it talks about how uh, Saul resents, he resent, resented David. Um, and he definitely res resented David because when David met um, Jonathan, Saul's son, they instantly had a bond, a connection. And it was a, a deep connection, but it was a God connection. So you have to also understand this, even through your process, your transition of uh, becoming and receiving what the manifestation of God said is yours, there will be sifting of, of people that are removed, but God will also put the right people within your sphere of influence, within the area where you're in as to who you need to help you to proceed, you guys. Okay, so uh, David had Jonathan. You know, he had the son of the current king, um, Jonathan, and he loved him and he trusted him and Jonathan was for him. He really was for him. So even though David went through, was going through these tests and stuff, God allowed him to have the the um, connection with Jonathan, but yet and still that didn't stop Saul from persecuting David, from trying to, uh, 1 Samuel chapter 19, it, it talks about uh, 19, one, it says, now Saul spoke to Jonathan, his son, and to all his servants that they should kill David. But Jonathan, Saul's son, delighted greatly in David. Listen, ha! when God is for you, who or what can be against you and succeed and prosper? Jonathan was set. God allowed that connection to happen for a reason. Literally, Jonathan, I believe Jonathan was a, um, played a critical role in David being able to succeed at being able to pretty much, you know, eventually become king because he kept David safe. He did what he was supposed to do or he kept that bond in between him where David had someone to trust even in the midst of someone trying to kill him, someone trying to um, speak against him or to do negative things to him. God allowed him to have that safe haven within to let him, and I believe that also reminded him that, hey, God, you are with me. You even have set this king that's trying to kill him, a son, the king's son, to have this favor, to put the favor up on his life for David. So that happened, but then it also talks about, um, it talks about, um, you know, we know how, David went through all this hell. He pretty much had to flee. Um, Saul pursued him, tried to kill him. David came to a place within a cave where literally in uh, 1 Samuel chapter uh, 24 talks about how David spared Saul's life. He could have killed him, but he didn't even let him know. I'm not like, listen, I have nothing against you, but yet still you pursue me. And um, long story short, Saul, you know, acted as if things were okay, but then he went right back to pursuing David um, until eventually Saul had to be taken out. But what I'm trying to get you to see is that it was all a process. Just because God had told David or anointed David as king in chapter 16, 
it took a while or a process before David could actually become king. David was, you know, someone the attempted murder against his life, you know, the deception, all these things against him. And he had to stick and stay because of the promise that God said was his. You're going to be king. There's a king right there, but you're going to be king. We have to begin to trust the flow. Trust what God is saying. Trust the process. Trust the flow of God because true indeed, everything is going to work out the way that God says it is. You know, and so um, in the midst of, you know, fierce trials, in the midst of whatever it, it was that David was going through, God constantly showed him that he was with him. And that was with, you know, David having this army of the of the uh, people that were kind of misfits or people that <clears throat> needed a savior, needed somebody to speak up for them. God always made sure that he had at least someone or something that was on his side as a reminder that he was with him, that he was favor. And so God will constantly do that to let us know, trust my flow, trust my flow. I know what I'm doing. It may not look good all the time, but guess what? I remain good. God remains good regardless of how it looks. And so in the midst of persecution, in the midst of people trying to leave your life, um, understand when the wrong people leave your life, that gives space for the right people to enter your life. God will never allow uh, what we may look at as a subtraction, which is pruning with God, or um, he will never allow that to happen if he didn't have multiplication for your life. If he didn't have some exponential growth that is going to happen, something's going to come in your life on a greater level to benefit your life, not just for you, but for his name's sake. And so we have to trust the flow, trust the flow in what God is saying, trust the flow in what it is that he wants to do for your life. Don't lose heart, you guys. Uh, don't lose heart. This is important. Don't lose heart when you begin to see people dropping like flies. And I'm not talking about dying, but leaving your life. The wrong people leaving your life. And you're like, wait, I thought they were for me. Wait, I thought this person was for me. Keep, you, keep your um, mind right. Stay encouraged. Keep your mind focused on God because he knows in every season, you know, there may be different people. There are people... Sometimes people come in our lives for seasons. Sometimes it's lifetimes, but we have to understand God will go ahead and help us to discern who's supposed to be in, you know, seasonal or lifetime um, involvement with our lives. And we have to be willing to allow him to cut off the ones that's not supposed to be there, you know, and so that we can literally focus and, and connect with, tie into those who are supposed to be there so that we go to those higher heights. You have to understand that the people you hang around, they do matter because a lot of times it, it is a, a, a huge indicator as to where you're going. It is a huge indicator of what you are looking forward to within your life, the people that you spend the most time with. And so um, you have to be willing to allow God to reprune, to help you with that transition so that you can be open to go to the new level, go to the next level within God. So David went through the process. He didn't understand certain things, but he had a heart after God. He literally was a worshiper at heart. And he understood if I could worship God, if I could just trust God, I'm going to get to the desired result. If I could literally not give up on God during the process, I'm going to get exactly what it is that he has for my life. He had a relationship with God. And I believe that is how he was able to do anything. He had seen God deliver 
him from the bear. He had seen God deliver him from the lion. So he understood anything because the lion and the bear were bigger than him. But he understood anything that tried to come against him, against his life, that God was going to deliver him out of it because God was with him. God was leading him. He was guiding him. God gave him the promise. God chose him as king. David didn't choose himself as king. David was just a shepherd boy. But God said, huh, this one, I'm choosing as king. And so we have to keep in mind that God's, you know, thoughts and um, his ways are not like ours and, and they're higher than ours. And um, we have to be more attentive to the voice of God during this time, during this hour. We have to use, have a, a higher level of discernment like never before because true indeed, um, when God says move or when he says do something, there's manifestation or things that can happen quicker when you respond. If you delay things, you literally could delay your process. It's not eliminating the promise, but you can delay your process. So discern, be attentive to the voice of God, discern um, what God is saying. And I pray that as a you know, more keen or um, more sensitive uh, reliance on the Holy Spirit that we all begin to have because true and duty is not by power nor by might, but it's by his spirit the greater things that he's going to give us and allow us to have is from the empowerment of his spirit. You know, that's going to help us get to that next place or even bring this manifestation. So um, just begin to embrace the process that God has for your life. Begin to uh, embrace and trust the flow. That is what God gave me, to trust the flow. Because we see that David went through hell. But even though he went through hell, God had heavenly manifestation. 